I invite you to take your Bibles, if you will, and turn with me to the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew chapter 13, we'll begin at verse 31 as we continue our series together over the summer with the parables of Jesus. We're looking at some of the various parables, the stories that Jesus told with that deeper underlying message. Matthew 13, beginning at verse 31, where Matthew writes, He, meaning Jesus, put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It's the smallest of all the seeds. But when it is grown, it's the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nest in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Will you pray with me? God, we are so grateful for this privilege now of worship, the privilege of studying your holy word. And God, as I stand before these, your people, this is your church. I pray that this would be your message and not my own. Through the name of Jesus the Christ, amen. Sure would have been nice if Jesus had used a different tree than a mustard tree, a mustard seed, a mustard bush. I mean, when you read other scriptures, you hear about cedars and how big the cedars are that can reach up into the heavens. Or what about the kingdom is like an acorn that becomes a huge oak tree, not mustard, mustard seed. I love the scripture, for example, in Ezekiel 17, verse 22, when again you hear about the cedar. Now, doesn't this sound strong and powerful? Thus says the Lord God, I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of a cedar. It will, I will set it out. I will break off a tender one from the topmost of its young twigs. I myself will plant it on a high and lofty mountain, on the mountain of the height of Israel, I will plant it in order that it may produce boughs and bear fruit and become a noble cedar. Under it, every kind of bird will live and the shade of its branches will nest, winged creatures of every kind. All the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. Now, that's a powerful thing, and yet... Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, a tiny little seed. I, I chuckle with Tom Long, the great biblical scholar and preacher who he said one time that we do not sing a mighty mustard bush is our God. But yet that's the story Jesus tells. Why would Jesus have picked that bush, that shrub, that tree, that seed. Well, the mustard seed in biblical times was a tiny little seed. Now, maybe not necessarily the smallest of all the seeds, the tiniest seed, but it was the symbol of the tiniest of seeds. As a matter of fact, you know the scripture when Jesus is talking to the disciples about their faith in Matthew 17, verse 20, when he said, for truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. 
and nothing, nothing will be impossible to you. The mustard seed, it was the symbol that people understood of something small, of something tiny. It's like a mustard seed. And interestingly enough, the mustard shrub or tree was typically wild. It typically grew wild. It wasn't something that people would plant. It could be intrusive as well. But in this scripture, in this story, this parable, the story that Jesus tells with a deeper meaning, Jesus says that, this was a, a, a shrub or a tree that a man went out and planted. In other words, God was at work doing something. This wasn't something that just accidentally happened or something that just sporadically popped up. No, this was intentional, that God's work in God's kingdom is actually very intentional to where the hole was actually dug, the seed was placed in it, it was loved and cared for, and it began to grow in an interesting way that it grew to be a haven for the birds. A place where the birds could come and rest and be fed. And we see in this parable as well that as God is working, sometimes God's work is very gradual. Most of us are very impatient people, but God's work sometimes is not immediately. We live in a microwave age. I mean, I, I remember when we first started using microwaves and would talk about, wow, how fast this thing works. And now sometimes we get, we get upset or frustrated going to fix the popcorn. It took almost five minutes, which is incredible. And yet God's work doesn't always happen at a micro, microwave speed. It's a little more gradual that, that God works and things took shape and under the ground the roots are formed and the shrub begins to grow and it grows to the point of being a tree. Typically a mustard shrub or tree would grow to be eight to ten feet tall and the birds love the shade that that tree provides and the protection that it provides, as well as the little seeds that then they're able to feed on while they're there. The mustard. Kingdom of heaven is kind of like um, mustard seed. God does not also always work as we're expected. I mean, I think the cedar would have been awesome. The kingdom of God is like a cedar tree. Kingdom of God is like an oak tree. Now this is... This is a mustard tree. Sometimes the things that God does is not like we would expect, such as a baby born in a manger or a stable and laid in a manger or a tree shaped like a cross holding his son. And sometimes what God has going on is a little different than what we would have expected in the way we would have written the story. But to make sure we get the point, there's another parable that Jesus attaches alongside. He told him another parable and, and he said, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until it was all leaven. That's a very short story, but it's a pretty deep story too of how God is at work. God's like yeast. Now, yeast today, if you do much cooking at all, and I will go ahead and confess to you, I spend way too much time with the Food Network channel. I enjoy 
watching people make things and learning how to cook and how how things are done. Well, for us, when we're using yeast, we get to go to the store. You, you get a nice little box that has these little packets of yeast and, and you, you open up the packet and you pour it in some warm water and all of a sudden it begins to do its thing and it gets a little frothy, a little foamy. You know that it's alive and working all as well. That's not exactly the way yeast worked in biblical times. They didn't just go to the store and go, do you have any packets? Now, typically, the yeast was like starter from the dough of the bread previously made. And sometimes that dough mixed with a little more water and flour actually was allowed to sit out and ferment a little bit, maybe get a little moldy, maybe get a little bit uh, of an aroma to it. It's one of the reasons why oftentimes you will hear yeast used in a negative kind of way because, you know, that starter, that yeast, it, that wasn't the part of the bread you just couldn't wait to sink your teeth into. But yet we're told that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that was mixed into the flour. Now, interesting thing about that mixed in word is in the Greek, the word is actually encrypto. It's where we get the word encryption. And what it actually means is it's hidden in. Some of your translations, depending on the various translations of the Bible that you may be reading, actually says, and she hid it in there. In other words, it wasn't just something that everybody could see at work. You, you don't really look at it and notice it. Once it's kneaded in and becomes part of the dough, you really can't separate it out anymore. It's become incorporated. And sometimes what we hear in the scripture is that God's work is not so evident in the beginning, that sometimes God is at work, but we look around and we wonder, where are you, God? And we see things that are happening in our world and we wonder, God, are you even here? Are you involved? And deep down, hidden in, sometimes not so incredibly overt, God is at work, changing things impacting things. And God is at work well beyond measure, well beyond proportion. Because one of the things we're told here is that this woman takes a little bit of yeast, works it into three measures of flour. Now, to help you get that, that would be around 50 pounds of flour. Now, hold on to that. 50 pounds of flour are being used here. And we're not talking about a baker and a bakery. We're talking about a Galilean woman in her home is all of a sudden mixing up with just a small amount of starter, a small amount of leaven, a small amount of yeast. She is mixing in with 50 pounds of flour, enough that all of a sudden can feed over a hundred people, that little bit of yeast. I remember a commercial back when I was a little kid. And actually this commercial was long before I was born. But there was a commercial that shared a little dab will do you. It was a man's uh, 
hair cream. Little dab will do you. In other words, it doesn't take a lot to be able to make an impact that is huge. And the scripture here, it may seem like such a small parable, but the people there kind of understood what was happening was that God is at work kind of not always covert or in an obvious way, but God is at work. And in that work that God is doing, God's results will be so beyond any proportion. And God is doing something. Interestingly as well, when you read these two parables, is God is the, the seed and God's grace and God's kingdom is the seed and God's kingdom and God's grace is the yeast. Did you catch that when you read the scripture? It doesn't say the kingdom of heaven is a man who, or the kingdom of heaven is a woman who, but a kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast. But then God uses human agency, us, the church, the body of Christ, the disciples of Christ, to work with his grace and to work with his kingdom and to work with his gospel. The man plants the seed, the woman mixes in the yeast into the flour, into the dough. The woman's able to make the bread. The man helps to plant the seed together, whoever we are. The kingdom of God is, is at work and God uses us, us human beings to help carry out what God is trying to do. And so many biblical scholars believe that these parables that Jesus is telling to the crowds were told in Matthew, but also to the disciples. You have to remember who was there. It was the crowds of people gathered around, but Jesus is also talking to the disciples and he says to them, God is at work and God is using you. And although you may not be able to see everything and it may not seem to be overly significant like a mustard shrub or tree, or it, it, it may be that things are happening that you can't always see like when yeast is doing its work and you, you don't really realize it until everything begins to rise. But God is at work, so don't be discouraged. Fred Craddock, again, the, the New Testament scholar and preacher, said, Do not, therefore, be discouraged over what seems to be a lack of success. God is at work. Just as seed and leaven carried their futures within them, so discern the act and do not be depressed by the opposition, or the immensity of the task. It is true that Jerusalem and death lie ahead, but God is at work. Think of the mustard seed and the leaven and be hopeful. For you have participated in small acts that will affect lives far beyond this time and place. Wow. 
Sometimes when we Christians think about how God is seeking to use us in his kingdom, we're just kind of overwhelmed. We feel like when we look at our world, we're the unicorn. We're the ones that just seem to be so different than everybody else. Sometimes we feel all alone. Sometimes the thought of being part of God's kingdom and a witness in this world is so overwhelming. And these parables say to the disciples, they say to you and to me, now don't get discouraged. God is at work. There's a lot of things that are happening underground, mixed in with the flower. However it may be, God is at work. It will yield. It will yield. Eleven yields pretty quickly. A tree takes a while to grow. We may or may not see exactly all the fruit of what God is doing but have faith and trust God is doing something and you are invited to be a part of this kingdom of God and the work that he's doing in a way that will change lives far beyond today. You can be used by God to plant the seed. You can be used by God to be the leaven, whether it's in your family, in your neighborhood, your community, among the people that you know, at your workplace, at your social events, you can be one who changes lives on behalf of God by being yeast or a mustard seed. I love the story that's told of a, of a group that were trying to think about how to evangelize. How do you, how can we take Christianity and spread this gospel? How can we, we be great evangelists and make a difference in the lives of people? And they began to talk about what literature would be best. I, I think this is a good book. I think that's a good book. I, maybe we could use this. Maybe we could use that. Then they began to talk about techniques. Do we go here? Do we go there? Do we mail things? Do we this? Do we that? And all of a sudden, there was a missionary from Africa who spoke up. And she said, you know, when we want to take Christianity to one of our villages, we don't send them books. When we take Christianity to one of our villages, what we do is, is we take a Christian family and we send them into one of the villages to live there, to live with the people. And they make the village Christian by simply living there. Wow. That God can take us and if, if we just live as Christians wherever we are, represent Christ wherever we are, well, we can help change the world on God's behalf by just planting the seeds, even though it may seem like such a small seed or by being the leaven or the yeast, even as it seems so little compared to all that needs to be done, God can use us. Two little parables, they seem so short and yet... They tell us so much that God is at work in our world today. When we listen to the news, when we pick up the papers or read online, 
When we see what's happening around us, sometimes we wonder, God, where are you? Well, the good news is, is God is at work and God wants to be in you working as well. God's calling us to be the seed and to be the yeast. Sometimes when we wonder, God, are you at work in a world? Perhaps the question is, God, are you at work in me so that we can change the world? We can be that witness in our families, in our homes, in our communities, our neighborhoods, all the places where we share and live our lives. And we may not see what God is doing initially. It takes a while for a mustard seed to become a 10-foot tree. And it may take a little while for the yeast to get active and then leaven 50 pounds of flour. But it happens. God's grace happens. The kingdom of God happens and God God's work will indeed change the world. All of a sudden, a little seed, it, it becomes a tree where the birds can live and live on all the other seeds that that one seed produced. Or that yeast can be used to leaven 50 pounds of flour and a hundred people can feed on what God is doing and feast on what God is doing when you're willing to let God use you as just a little bit of leaven in the community. God can indeed use you. And, and if you're thinking, but surely there are others because I, I just don't have much. I'm just not that much. Well, I think that's why Jesus didn't use the cedar tree and the oak tree. Because he used just a tiny little seed like you and me or just a small little bit of yeast that can change the whole thing. And if you feel I'm just a little dab, hear the good news. A little dab will do you. Will you pray with me? God, we are so grateful for your love and grace and God, we're so grateful that the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed or yeast. And God, help us to see that you are always at work in our world. And it's not always like we would have imagined it. I mean, who of us would have thought about your son coming as the Messiah, the king of all kings and being born in a barn? Or who would have thought that this king who would become the tree of Israel would actually die on a tree shaped in a cross? You're at work in ways we can't understand, sometimes ways we can't even see when it's encrypted or mixed in with the flower. But you are at work and help us to have faith that you are at work and that your work changes lives so beyond proportion. And God, we pray that you would use us. Use us to help plant seeds or mixed in the leaven or the yeast so that your kingdom would indeed come on earth 
as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen.